Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops presents your moment in the valley with me, your host, Silicon Steve Valley. And ladies and gentlemen, we are just days away from revolution and we're going to be dropping some brand new content, some new podcasts. Lottie Dottie and myself are going to get together tonight. We're going to do our great picks for revolution this week. It's going to be fantastic. AEW's done a good job of building this pay-per-view and they usually do well with their pay-per-views. So I'm looking forward to some great AEW, but we're going to talk and focus today on Maxine Dupree and Rhea Ripley going off on a lot of WWE members of the WWE universe when a clip of Maxine Dupree getting booed out of the building almost quite literally after what I guess was a bad match with Nia Jax. Surprise there. So the toxicity was something that Rhea Ripley decided to call out and she says, let's all be better as humans. Wow. I really hope some people start listening and we start promoting that because the internet and I unfortunately take as much responsibility as a person can. I have been very toxic on the internet too because I'm an energy chameleon. And if you throw some, someone, you'll say something of an opinion and then someone tries to ridicule you and beat you up to a pulp. So that's something that we all have dealt with at one time or another on the internet if you ever have social media. And it's bizarre how just cruel people are to random strangers on the internet because they disagree with them. They would never do it in front of them in their face. If someone disrespects me to my face, I'm going to disrespect them back. Same thing on the internet. I'm not going to come at you disrespectfully, but if you come at me disrespectfully, unfortunately, I stoop to this toxic level of these really deranged, sick mentally incapable of logic and kindness when they have a keyboard in front of them, jerk offs on the internet. And it's not just wrestling fans, but wrestling fans. Wow. You're one of the worst. So Rhea Ripley's not shining a light on anything we didn't know. So I'm okay with her calling out fans for being toxic and saying some disgusting things about this kid, Maxine Dupree, who's in a mid-card faction. She's not in a prominent spot in on anyone's television. She has talent. She can cut a promo. She's a good. She's nice on the eyes, if, if that's part of it. But she's just a kid trying to learn the business of professional wrestling. So she doesn't need hundreds of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of jerk-offs on the internet calling her out. In terms of the fans that are booing her at the house show, shit. If you're paying 15, 20, 30, 40, 100, 200 dollars, sometimes a lot more than that to see a show, they're supposed to be professional. And if you have a bad match when I paid my hard money to see you and you have a bad match, I'm going to boo you. That's part of being a performer. Sorry folks. If Dave Chappelle does a bad job, he's going to get booed. It's happened in Detroit. If you are a performer, that is something you have to be able to accept failure. Everybody's gotten booed out of a building. Michael Jordan has been booed out of buildings before. That's part of being a performer. So I don't begrudge anybody who paid their hard-earned money and their hard-earned ticket. If you booed, God bless you. Go ahead, cheer, boo, do whatever you want. As long as you're not physically hurting somebody and you're not being crazy offensive and you're not being belligerent and your energy isn't infringing on other people's enjoyment of the night. 
do whatever you want. And booing is a 100% acceptable to do in that situation. Attacking her personally, degrading her, saying horrible things to her and trolling her on the internet. No. What kind of human being are you? If you did that, you took time out of your day to just be cruel to somebody, another stranger on the internet, a young kid who's literally getting thrown into the biggest company on the world because she does have talent and she's trying to learn. And you take time out of your day. And some of you spent hours laughing at her and torturing this poor young lady. What kind of human being are you? You're a disgrace. So Rhea Ripley, I'm 100% with you. Be better. Unfortunately, that's probably not going to happen. A lot of you aren't going to do a damn thing to improve yourselves. A lot of you have the toxic bullshit mentality. You're going to keep on doing it because that's who you are. You're the kind of asshole will call another wrestling fan a mark. Meanwhile, you're spending 12 hours of your day on social media making fun of somebody because they like a different wrestling show than you do. That's the kind of person that you would be. And that has been one of the ugliest parts about internet wrestling community. It's been the worst part, to be honest. And the dirt sheets that feed into them. And I have not been shy about calling a lot of members of the IWC. There are so many brilliant, smart, intelligent, respectful wrestling fans on the internet. But they're greatly outnumbered by a bunch of whack job, deranged jerk-offs and losers. Rarely a girl, by the way. Usually a miserable white dude in his mid-40s. Anyway, that's not the point. The fact remains is, yeah, we all should try to be better, but I'm not going to try to give these people any more time. I don't want to, me personally, I don't want to stoop down to their toxicity anymore. So if you're an asshole on the internet and you call me out because I dare say Wardlow should get a chance, or I dare say AEW is doing good things, or I dare say WWE is doing good things, and then you just try to humiliate me and call me out and be disrespectful to me to the point. Some of you have gone to my personal Facebook profile and started trolling me. Like what kind of human being does things like that? Those are the people Rhea Ripley is talking about. And I a hundred percent agree with her. But with all that said, one thing that I have to ask that I haven't heard a lot of people ask this question yet. Why in the blue hell is Nia Jax wrestling a match with Maxine Dupree? Nia Jax, look, she's been in the business for a decade. She shouldn't be green, but Nia Jax is not a great in-ring performer. That is not her bread and butter. And you know what? She doesn't have to be. She cuts a good promo. She gets great heat. She can have good matches, but she's not going to be able to carry anybody. Certainly not somebody who's green, who just started in-ring performing the last year or so in Maxine Dupree. Maxine Dupree should be in there with someone who can guide her, teach her, and make her better. Nia Jax isn't doing that. And I like Nia Jax. She doesn't have to be Bret Hart in the ring, folks. Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy. She does some really powerful looking moves, her, her presentation, her size, her strength. That is why Nia Jax is a star, not her ability to carry a match with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing yet. So WWE put Maxine Dupree and Nia Jax in a pretty shitty situation. Nia Jax, if you notice, she's always in with somebody who can work on television. She's being protected. She's learning how to work safer. That was obviously such a big complaint we all had about Nia Jax. 
And she's been better in the ring since her return. But she's still not somebody who's going to teach Maxine Dupree on what she needs to do. Maxine Dupree went out there to sell, sell, sell. Which maybe it was an easy match. I didn't see it. But I can tell you, Maxine Dupree is not learning a whole heck of a lot working with Nia Jax. At least in terms of what's going to make her a bigger star. Because she's never going to have that imposing style. She never can be Nia Jax. Nia Jax is a anomaly. Not many women look and have the size of Nia Jax. So Maxine Dupree needs to be in with a Natalia, a, a Chelsea Green. Put Maxine Dupree with somebody who knows how to work the ring and knows how to perform, and she'll learn and become better and better and better. That's how you get better. So I think WWE needs to think about how and who they're booking on these house shows to protect their young green stars like Maxine Dupree. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Hi, Spot the Cheap Pops. It's your moment in the valley, folks. We are High Spots and Cheap Pops. Silicon, Steve Valley, and Vadi Dottie give you the best pro wrestling talk on the internet today. We catch the things the other guys don't. And we also get a little silly sometimes. Pro wrestling commentary, clips, and comedy as we try to grow a fantastic community in positivity. We're anti-dirt sheet, anti-tribalist, and we are here for the enjoyment of the most unique form of entertainment on the planet. So check out High Spots and Cheap Pops. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube and follow us where you catch your favorite podcasts. We're on Spotify and now on Apple Radio, Amazon Music, and everywhere you catch your favorite music and podcast. High Spots and Cheap Pops, the best pro wrestling talk on the internet today. Here ended the lesson. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at Moment in the Valley, brought to you by High Spots and Cheap Pops. And as promised, this exclusive interview for the first time appearing on screen since February 28th, 2000, our next guest made his national television debut directly out of the room. Let's take a look. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you all grown up. Mr. Henry Young, son and hand, hand son of Mark Henry and the beautiful and legendary, may she rest in peace, May Young. How are you doing, Mr. Young? Well, hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Uh, my friends call me Mr. Hand. Okay. I don't know. I'm just kidding. You can call me Hank. That's just a little hand Uber. Because I'm a hand. Okay, well, thanks, Hank. Uh, man, you have really grown up since the last time we saw you in WWE. Well, I am Mark Henry's son, as you know. He has been a great father and one of the rocks in my life. I met the rock once. He said, give me five, and I told him, that would be all of me. How about two? <laughs> just, just, just another hand joke. You understand. Get a hand. Yes, and in one of the most controversial moments of the beloved Attitude Era, live birth on air, and out you popped. I mean, how was it like making your television debut directly out of the womb? Pretty embarrassing. I mean, the afterbirth on camera was probably a little bit in bad taste, you know. Let's be honest, not a shining moment for anybody's career. I mean, to think that's all my poor mother is really known for now. <laughs> 
She was alleged and then prostituted by the WWE. And if we are being honest, she's probably prostituted by Moolah too. Well, God rest your mother's soul for sure. She was a legend. Uh, your dad is a legend as well. Former world champion. How was it growing up as one of the Henry clan? Well, I mean, it was probably a lot better to be bored with money than not. <laughs> the whole being a hand thing was probably the biggest challenge, you know, being a hand. But I am grateful for Papa Chocolate. But yes, being a hand certainly had its struggles. Papa Chocolate. I love that. Well, okay, well, let's get into it. Well, what are some of the things that you actually had to grow up with living with the Henrys? Well, Virgin, right? I mean, right off the bat. I mean, I mean, well... Well, kind of, but I'd rather not get into that. Let's just say I was used inappropriately against my will, and that is all I can legally say about it. I was working as a paralegal in a very popular sports entertainment company, and I had to sign an NDA. It was a hand job. Ah, uh, yes, uh, an old-fashioned. What else did you have to endure? Well, stupid things like I can't ride the roller coaster or sports or school plays, but I had a very supportive family. They were very popular and they were very big and they were very black. So I wasn't picked on too much, but I wasn't included in anything at all, really. But then I was discovered by a local Texas theater outside of Austin. And that was doing an interpretation of the Adams Family musical. And boy, if I found my niche. Oh, the Adams family. I love that growing up. Loved it. So that's great. Uh, what part did you play in that? I, I played the hand. Is that thing or it? I always get those confused. Uh, he was thing. Yeah, yeah. So that opened up a lot of doors for me where I have played all over the country in some real money-making runs as thing. And I really owe it all to my father, to be honest with you. He's been nothing short of incredible. Papa Chocolate. Well, I have another exclusive here. We didn't want to blindside you here on high spots and cheap pops. But we have your dad on the line right now, and he has some things he wants to discuss with you. Let's give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Mark Henry, WWE Hall of Famer. How you doing, Mark? Hey, uh, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to come out and confront my son, Hank. I mean, look at him. He's white. He's thin. Nothing that would nearly resemble anything like sexual chocolate. So I've always been kind of suspicious. So I finally went and got a paternity test done. Henry, you are not my son. And you know... I hired a private eye because Jerry Briscoe said on his podcast I probably wasn't the dad. So I've been doing my own research, and Henry, you knew the whole damn time, and you are a scoundrel. You're cut off, and I'm suing you for all the money I paid for you. Y'all thinking it's cheap taking care of a hand? I honestly wanted an abortion, but May said it was a testament to our love. I was only sleeping with her to get the sexual chocolate gimmick over. So now, I gotta get paid. Well, legally speaking, unfortunately, um, Mark Henry, you can't sue the child. You only can sue the mother in that situation. Um, so, Hand, you're actually completely absolved of any responsibility, and your mother won't be able to pay because... Your mother is dead! Oh, oh Christian. Christian. 
Do, 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 do. All right, well, there you go, folks. That's been your moment in the valley. We want to thank Henry Young, son of Mark Henry and May Young. Not really, though. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed that. We're trying to have some fun with some comedy bits. Talking about Rhea Ripley. Check us out. High Spots of Cheap Pops with Lottie. Dottie is going to be back tomorrow. That is Saturday. And we're going to have a preview of AEW Revolution Sting's last match. We're excited. So, hey, follow us here on Spotify. If you're on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Hey, you can follow us everywhere you get your podcast. If it's not on Spotify, if you're listening to us on Apple or Amazon, we want to thank you guys for checking us out. Once again, this is Silicon Steve Alley for High Spots and Cheap Pops presents your moment in the valley. Here, end it. The lesson.